Hello there. Welcome to this Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition Realplay. Our players are Caleb as Carl the Dwarf and Eli as Sarah the Half-Orc. Come on in. Welcome to the game. Previously, our duo was in a hallway with countless doors to take them to new places. The most recent one took them to Sarah's birth forest, with the Half-Orcs very different from what she remembers. An assassin has struck the leader of the Half-Orcs, also named Sarah. Find out what follows the assassination attempt now. And you see that there is a person much smaller than you in a robe who keeps on shooting from his crossbow. I tackle him, and I go fucking Muhammad Ali on his face. As he sees that he is getting run down by uh, another half-orc, he's going to attempt to evade you, so you're going to have to do a roll. I'm going to do a roll for acrobatics. 12. How do you try to uh, get this person? I do a graceful twirling dance move and stifle him. And is Carl still watching? Uh, okay, well now that I see that like Sarah's like getting in combat, I'm gonna I'm gonna charge uh ah, that way. Yeah. Go go help Sarah. Yeah, I don't care about that lady. Aww. Also, my medicine is negative one, so that's another reason. Negative one. Yes. Wow. And with how my rules have been going today, um, yeah, that's just not going to work out too too well. I'd probably try to administer medicine and cut her arm off or something. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna pass this one up. Well, props for trying or not trying. Thank you. All right then. So we see that Sarah has managed to twirl over to this person and keep them from running. And Carl, you're charging in. Yeah, I'm doing like a slight jog over to 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 our Sarah, Miss Gundersnatch. All right Aww. then, roll for initiative. Bum bum bum. Uh, I rolled a nine. I rolled a five. And this robed figure is going to now attempt to shoot his crossbow again, but this time, since you're so close, he's going to have trouble actually taking aim long enough to have a steady shot. So it's going to go straight in the air. What an idiot. Hopefully it doesn't come back down on one of you. Uh, I do a cartwheel and then stab him. Is it you Dang. or Caleb? I think it's Caleb next, actually. Yeah. I rolled a nine, so yeah, I think it is me. Okay, so what is your plan here? Do a cartwheel and then stab him. Carl. I don't think I can do cartwheels. I'm a I'm a dwarf with like chainmail armor on, bro. I mean, you're you're strong. Am I close enough to fight now? Like, am I have I made my way? Yeah, you'd be able to get there close enough by this point. Oh, sure. Let me give him a smack with my great axe. I'm gonna pull that bad boy out. Man, that is a great axe you've got. <laughs> Attack roll is a twelve, and my damage is a seven if I hit. As you're charging and you get this great axe ready for a swing, you bring it down and this person who has shot up a crossbow is very distracted looking around to try and avoid it coming back down on him. So he sidesteps in a really weird way and you don't make contact. Bullshit. Now, Sarah. Um, cartwheel stabby stab. All right, then. Do your roll. Uh... I go for the rapier, I think. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go for that. Well, yeah, we're gonna go for that. 
got 16 and a 6. And how do you try to cut or stab or do your attack? I go stab him right in, right between the eyes. <laughs> Dang, that's metal, bro. Since he's looking up, you stab him between the eyes, and in doing so, you just do like a piercing would be, where you go in the skin, then out the skin. Now he has two holes in his forehead, and he's going to now prepare himself a dagger. Like he makes the dagger, like in front of us? Yeah, he literally says, hey, I'm going to call a timeout, and he just starts making a dagger right there in front of us, and we just kind of sit there and wait for him. Like smiths it. Yeah, he smiths the dagger just right in front of us, and we're so kind, we let him. Get some ore and pound it out in the furnace. He produces a dagger from his robes, (laughs) (laughs) and in doing so, he is able to land a little cut on the wrist of Sarah. You know, I'm curious how much of this comedy bullshit you leave in, because I haven't really listened to an episode with me on it, because I hate listening to my voice. But I just feel like this episode would be so damn boring if you didn't me and Eli being an idiot like 95% of the time, probably. <laughs> parts of it. Parts of it stay in, parts of it cut cut out. All right, fair enough. No, leave it all in. Because well, no, I don't want to have another hour and a half. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> and this cut across your arm is going to do one damage and you're going to do a constitution roll. Oh, I think this dagger is poisoned. A whole damage. I think it's poisoned. All right. uh, Constitution roll. (laughs) I got a seven. (laughs) All right, then. And you can tell that there is something really weird with this cut. It does not feel good. Your arm is tingling and you're going to take another five damage. What the fuck? Bro, this is the fastest acting poison I've ever seen in my life. Do I just, do I like vomit or do I just like... Your whole arm feels just numb. You are not doing great now. Oh, man. Carl, I'm not doing great. Help me. Yep, I see that there, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I think it's my turn to yes, give him a smack. Uh, I rolled a 15 and then a 5. Um, okay, now I got a 9. That's pretty better. All right. And what is your uh, method of swinging? Oh, I'm swinging, like, like above my head, like... Behind my back, the and then I just swing down as hard as I can. Biggest swing you've ever seen. And as you're doing your downward swing, it starts off looking like it's going to be uh, at a pretty bad angle where it's not going to do much. And you manage to ride it before it makes contact, so it actually ends up being pretty hefty. And Oh, yeah. yeah hefty boy. Go right into this robed figure who very clearly takes a little drop to the ground on a knee, but he's not quite out yet. Uh, he's close. He better be, bro. I just bopped him up real good. Now, Sarah's turn. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see here. What do I got? Can I use my... What is the deal with my cunning action? What's the deal with that? Your cunning action? As a bonus action, I can dash, disengage, or hide once a turn. Yeah, uh, it's where you have a bonus you can do in your turn. Like, your normal action would be to attack, and then for your bonus, you can say that you want to get out of melee reach of that person. Oh, okay, well, yeah, all right, I'll attack, and then I'll do that. So, let's see. If I attack, I got a 23, and then I got a 6. 
And then I might use my bonus action to disengage or hide or whatever. So you prepare yourself to do a hefty stab and you manage to get it on this person who is still not recovered from that axe hit. And after that nice stab, you take the opportunity to just do a little rollback or what do you do for that? A backflip, a cartwheel? Yeah. Yeah. He asked multiple things and your answer was yeah. <laughs> like a double-handed, backhanded, double string yeah, he flip did a spring. backflip cartwheel all at the same time. Yes, exactly. What it did. Alright then. And you can't prove otherwise. Now this person that's on the ground is going to see that the half-work that he was very ferociously attacking is no longer close by. But this dwarf is still right on him. He's going to, in one slick motion, stand up and bring that dagger right into Carl's stomach. No! At a little space between the armor. I blocked it. And you're going to take seven damage. I willed it. And And I blocked it. Roll constitution. Sorry, I have resistance to poison. I just, I just, I say I'm not getting poisoned. (laughs) and my body goes damn true and then i rolled an 18 which is better and you can tell that that dagger definitely has something funky on it but (laughs) hey bro you got some funky on this dagger it's like a james brown dagger it does not matter at all to you you see this person and you're not having it i'm not having it so i'm gonna hit him again that's what i'm gonna do with him Ah, oh, fuck. I rolled a 9, but my damage was an 11. <laughs> Dude, how... I don't even know if I've ever seen that, where my hit chance is lower than my damage. <laughs> Actually, retarded. Good going, Carl. Yeah. I have depression. So you take this chance and attempt to do another swing, but he's so close that you're not able to actually pull around your axe to make contact. Yeah, yeah. He's just staying right on you, hugged up against you. Hey, stop hugging me, you villain. Now, Sarah's turn. All right, I'm going to run back and check on Sarah. (laughs) No, kill him. Don't worry about me. Take him out the game. (laughs) All right, fine. I shoot my crossbow first. Happy. Yes. I got a 13 and a 4. It's actually a short bow, not a crossbow. So no lightning bolts. All right. Also, uh, you are aware that since you're a rogue, you have sneak attack, right? Uh, all right, I sneakily shoot him with my short bow. <laughs> and that means that since Carl's nearby, you're able to um, get an extra 2d6 on the hit. Ooh, so I roll 2d6s? Yeah. Uh, I got a 3 and a 2. And how are you attempting to shoot for this uh, bow? Ah, uh, bro, shoot like like sideways, like a gangster. Yeah, I shoot it under between my legs. <laughs> uh, between my legs, right at him. No, that is an accurate shot. Any particular uh, aiming that you're doing? Any part of him you're trying to hit? Uh, the one that looks coolest. All right, then I vote for the headshot. Yeah, either that or like right in right in the balls. The balls. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this robed figure that is not fully standing, hunkered up against Carl still, 
has Sarah do a really weird pose with the bow being held behind her underneath a leg and <laughs> you let loose an arrow that goes right into his head and hell yeah Carl you see that there's a arrow in this person's head just a few inches from your face I'm gonna kick him in the head I'll kick him in the balls all right I'll kick him in the balls <laughs> make sure he's dead yeah that'll kill him all right on your kick you see that the body doesn't make any move beyond your kick beyond what your kick does i think he's dead better give him one more kick just to be sure no oh, okay that's excessive violence sir he's gonna come back to life you see that around you all the half orcs are far away from the fight and hunkered in a big circle i run to sarah and i say uh, sarah what's carl do i'm gonna pick up this dead guy and go bring it back to the base pick up this dead guy and Sarah runs towards the half-orc group but as that's happening your heaviness gets thicker and thicker and each step becomes more difficult to take for Sarah for both of you no not for me I don't get poisoned I'm a beast and oh no, Sarah your eyes begin to lose vision and again you find yourself thrown onto a cold floor with a door thudding behind you but now you have a body of a robed figure next to the two of you also thrown out. Is he still dead? He has a arrow in his head, so it's a good bet. All right. That's cool. Uh, I've seen people live through it. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> All right. Well, are we passed out? No. You see that the door behind you has been closed and the two of you definitely feel that you had that experience. Oh, we uh, had our experience. So what happens if we just, like, go back into the same door? Wait, so we're back in that hallway? Yes. I'm going to open the same door and, and take a peek. You open the door and you can give a strength roll. Ah, oh, what the hell? <sighs> you, you know, you said if I rolled a one or a two right, that I on a damage, I can just, you know, do, a, do another one. Strength counts as, like, damage, right? <laughs> not, not exactly. <laughs> Right, surely damage has to do with being strengthful. Nope. Um, I think I didn't actually roll a five. Personally. I personally disagree. You turn around to open the door back up, and as you're trying to get the handle unlocked, it's just not turning. Well, that's not very nice. The door does not seem to want to open for you. All right, all right. Step aside, little weakling Carl. Let me give it a shot. I got a 14. And this door, you can tell that it is now locked firmly. Every time you push, it does not give any sort of movement. All right, I'm going to roll lockpick. All right, I got a 12. All right, then. You attempt to pick this lock, and as soon as you put your pick into what looks like an opening, it is shot out across from you and sticks into the wall. Whoa. Guess that wasn't the right button. <laughs> I go grab the lockpick, and then I go try it again. And as you approach it again, you see that the lock opening looks like just a piece of metal slides down and closes it. So now the hole's gone. Ah, well, I think I just saw how I'm going to die. I think that was how I was going to die, Carl? Sure. Cool. Why not? <laughs> All right. Well, now what, Carl? 
I don't know. We just like we're we're stuck in a hallway that we came through hours or years or days ago, and now we just have an extra dead guy with us. So we really haven't made any progress. All right, let's let's search the dead guy. What's uh what's he got on him? Yeah, let's do that. Sure. What kind of underwear is he wearing? All right, do a roll. Uh, an underwear roll? Uh, probably investigate. Oh, okay. I got a six. What's Carl do? I don't know. I just have depression. <laughs> is there a role for depression? I guess I'll also do an investigate because, like, he's going to fucking done fail it. So, <laughs> holy shit, it's a nat 20. We finally made it, boys. Oh, yay. We have made it. Proud of you. And the two of you dig through all the pockets of this individual and see that in his robes, he does have all sorts of different vials. Of different colors and consistencies. Mm. Don't drink it. It might be poison. <laughs> and you also see that he has several different papers and all sorts of different languages are written on them. Uh, are any of them common or orc? No. Oh, okay. Well, we're fucked. Yeah. The languages written on the papers, neither of you can understand. And it looks like there are, from your little investigation so far, instructions, several different instructions, and some maps. All right, I grab all the vials and put them in my inventory. Oh, Oh, oh God. All right, then. How many of them are there? He has seven. All right, seven vials. And then I I take one of them, the least pretty looking one, and I smash it on the ground. No, I catch it before he does that. You're going to have to do a roll for that. I'm gonna have to roll to catch it. Yes. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're an asshole. <laughs> I did an acrobatic uh, roll to to catch it midair as he throws it down, and I, I roll a seventeen. And you manage to notice that he's throwing down a vial that looks very unpleasant, and you keep it from making contact with the floor. And that's and then I yell, "Hey, asshole! If this was poison, and it just you know." It spreads throughout the room. We could both die. Don't do that again. And I say, hey, give me my vial back. That's my vial. I found it. I'll smash it if I want to. I put the vial in my pocket. Hey, you don't do that. And, and I, I go put up, all the maps in my pocket, too. And I go I go bump up against them. I go push them down. A little dwarf. A little pathetic dwarf. <laughs> I push them down. You're going to have to do a roll for that. <laughs> All right, I will roll for that. It's going to have to be strength on strength. All right. I rolled in the, actually, yeah, let's see what you get. I don't want you to lie. You're probably about to lie on you your own. All right, so he manages to push the dwarf down. I make him give me my vial back. No, you, I, I don't give you your vial back. Give me my vial back. No. And as you two are arguing, you feel a very strong wind rush through the hall and uh, it's extremely cold as it pushes past you two Ooh. and it sounds like there's a ghastly whale oh like pokemon not exactly <laughs> a very hoarse sounds like someone that can barely get the sound out of themselves and it's the direction that you two have been coming from oh okay well i i'm distracted from beating up Carl, and I'm like, where is this ghastly whale coming from? And I wander towards it. 
I get up, brush myself off, and follow at at a good length behind Sarah with the dead guy. And as the two of you are going in that direction that you have already passed through, you see that the light looks like it's just dimmer and dimmer, and the air gets colder and colder. I pick up my pace. And as you carry yourself further, the wind picks up and gets stronger, pushing against you. I keep on moving. And this dim light changes to have a shade of blue, very dark blue. And it seems like it's very different feeling from where you guys came from. It's clearly no longer in the state that it was whenever the two of you first came through here. I have no idea what's going on, but maybe it has something to do with this spellcaster we killed or rogue guy. And are you going to do anything, Carl? I'm going to keep walking. I shout, who goes there? Sarah starts running and Sarah gets further from you and the distance seems to keep getting further and further. And as Sarah continues to run, you feel more and more secluded as you continue down the hallway. Your sense of being next to a friend completely leaves you. Oh no. I'm all alone. And that cold wind blowing into you begins to have ice just barrage into you. Mm. That's cold. (laughs) I continue to push on. And you see that there is a very dark blue, extremely strong light moving towards you. Who is it? Who goes there? And again, the moan continues with the wind. And as it approaches, it gets stronger and stronger. And you feel that your head is splitting and you lose all of your senses as it gets closer and closer. You can't hear anything, can't feel yourself. All you can tell is that there's a biting frost that your whole body should be sensing, but you're completely numb to everything. Oh, wow. And that's the last thing that you notice. And Carl, you see that Sarah long ago left your vision, and you feel the coldness get thicker, and ice begins to hit you as the blue light comes close to you. Wow, bro. This is getting real. (laughs) Are you going to do anything? I'm just going to keep following them. And this light gets closer and closer, and you also lose your senses. And also you eventually just quit noticing anything around you. and. We're going to call that for today. Oh, what a cliffhanger. Yeah, I thought we were going to die. I think we did die. Shit, maybe this is like, shit, maybe this is like purgatory. Like the hallway is like we see our life and then we're like trapped for all eternity. Fun stuff. Hope you enjoyed that. Come back next week to see how the adventure continues. Any feedback is appreciated, as is you spreading the word. Have a good day. I hope that we'll be able to do this again.